This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get hyped. Welcome into the Husker 24-7 Hypecast. It is our job. No, seriously, it's in the description to get you excited for Nebraska's spring game on Saturday, where the Huskers will take on the Huskers in a format yet to be determined with a scoring system that we are unaware of, with players that we think are going to play, but also some that will not play at all. So as always, we are very prepared. I am Mike Schaefer, joined by Michael Brunch, Brian Christofferson. Gentlemen, did I accurately sum up the picture that will be Saturday? Yeah, we're we're trying to land the plane with, with the lights off, and, and it's foggy, and we're just trying to trying to get it on the ground here. And none of us are named Sully. Nope. Nope. So, yeah, or Roger Murdoch for that for that uh... airplane. Yeah, there you go. You guys been watching some Winning Time? <laughs> no, I, is it good? It's interesting. We'll we'll discuss off air. Yeah. All right. All right. So Nebraska plays a football game against Nebraska. And so we're going to spend most of our time talking about Nebraska here. We haven't talked a lot about the quarterbacks as of late, in large part because it seems fairly obvious Casey Thompson will be Nebraska's starter. And as Mark Whipple so elegantly put it last week, Casey Thompson went against Oklahoma. So you know, throwing it out there, whatever happens on Saturday, we're not going to put a lot of stock into that too. However, this is going to be our first extended action of seeing Casey Thompson with Nebraska. What do you think that could look like BC? Uh, I think it could look like about a quarter and a half of action, three or four series. And I, I expect they're going to have success and, uh, that they're going to move it well. I mean, I, the defense I think is a little thin right now. Um, and from all we've heard, you know, Casey Thompson, the wide receivers have been gelling pretty well. So, I mean, usually in this deal, the top QB, um, it's sort of set up most of the time where he is going to have a pretty good day. I mean, usually it's not ones V ones. So you're kind of disappointed, frankly, if they go out there and he's working against the backups and, you know, they have a few three and out. So, uh, you know, it, I think Mark Whipple probably gave the most honest answer about what this thing is. Um, it's, there's a lot of tape on everybody. This isn't going to dramatically sway any of the position battles or anything like that. They know what Casey Thompson can do. Yes. It would be nice for Casey to have, uh, 11 for 12 day where everybody's kind of buzzing and like, Oh, that feels good from like a public perception standpoint, but I don't think it's going to change one. Even if he were seven out of 13 with a pick, I don't think it's going to change like what this coaches already think they know about him or, or where they stand with, with him as their main guy. 
Brunts, I think what the people want to know is, will we get to see Casey Thompson run a quarterback draw inside the red zone for Nebraska? In a, in a green jersey where <laughs> yeah. they're tagging off on him? Yes. Uh, I hope not. That, that's one of my least favorite parts of the spring game. But, I mean, the, I think offensively, Brian's absolutely right. I mean, I, I don't think that there's going to be a ton that players are going to show on Saturday that are going to dramatically change the opinions of coaches based on the last – you know, 14 practices that they've had. What I think a strong performance from Casey Thompson does is it kind of allows the fan base to, to kind of breathe a little bit um, going into to the offseason, the, the, the true offseason. I think if he comes out, he looks the part, hits a couple deep passes, hits guys under the, you know, underneath um, for, for easy gains. I mean, I, I think that that's, that, that at least leaves you feeling better about the direction of the offense than maybe where it left off, where it seemed like it was, you know, grinding the gears and, and trying to get going and drive. So that, that to me is what it's more about is, is just, you know, how much pressure is going to be behind this thing when they start it uh, in, in the fall? Because I mean, you guys know, like, if he comes out and lights it up, I mean, that, that conversation is a heck of a lot different from the six for 13 with the pick day that um, everybody would probably like to avoid if they can. Let's stick with quarterbacks last year at this time. I don't know that we had a strong feel for what exactly Logan Smothers would be. And there was some talk that maybe Heinrich Harburg could pass him up and be Nebraska's primary backup to Adrian Martinez this year. It sounds like Logan Smothers is having a pretty good spring, and he could end up being the primary backup to Casey Thompson. Who – not – excuse me, not who. What What about Smothers interests you for Saturday? How he looks in Mark Whipple's offense or just kind of the freelance ability we saw from him at times against Iowa and when else he played last year in 2021? I mean, I think if he can have some precision in the passing game, that's what I'm most interested in. I already know he can run uh, probably as well as any of the QBs they have. And a perfect example of why you can't go overboard with the, this this scrimmage is last year because Smothers sort of got screwed last year the way it worked out. Remember, he didn't come in for like a two and a half quarters or three quarters, it felt like. And there was sort of, I think, this impression maybe leaving that practice that Harburg was maybe even or ahead of him. I, I kind of had that impression. Yeah. And, well, they, they kind of made it seem like that halfway mm -hmm. through spring football. Yeah. Last year. And I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't pretty close and all that. It probably was, but th that goes to show you, I mean, I, I think coaches sometimes um, they're not viewing it the same way the fan base is or reporters are. And I think that's clear whenever, whenever you hear a coach talk about it this week or last week, it's basically what, what's objective number one, come out of it healthy. They're already thin. The, the biggest thing Nebraska can get done Saturday is not have a guy laying out there grabbing his knee. And I hate to talk about that, but that's it. I mean, that's seriously the, the, what you don't want to see. What about you, Brunts? What are you looking to see from Logan Smothers? Yeah, the, the passing part of it. I mean, I I think he showed – I mean, he's showed enough at, at against Iowa, I think, to have a sense of what he can do as a quarterback. Um, I'm eager to see how he functions in an offense that's maybe not as 
tailored to, to his strengths. Um, you know, the, to me at quarterback too, the, the mystery guy is Chubba Purdy. Um, you know, a, a heralded guy who had some, had uh, was a little bit buried at Florida State. Um, he only basically did some seven on seven work through the first half of spring ball. I mean, I'm, I'm eager to see what he looks like. I feel like in some ways we've kind of got an idea of, of, of what Casey Thompson could be. We've seen Logan Smullers in a Nebraska uniform. Chubba Purdy's body of work is, is not that extensive at the college level. So I, I think of all the quarterbacks that Nebraska has, I'm probably most eager to see what he can do um, just to see if he can kind of get in that mix with, with Logan Smothers to, to, to potentially be the backup. I mean, I, I think we're maybe, maybe quickly, uh, maybe preemptively anointing um, Casey Thompson, but I mean, that just kind of feels like where the competition is right now. So I think you can safely anoint him. Yeah. Okay. Well, the coronation continues. So I, I I'm just I'm eager to see what Chubba looks like because I think you know if if he looks capable of running that offense, I, I think you feel even better about the quarterback spot going coming out of spring ball. We don't know the format, so we don't really know how this is going to work. But as far as special teams go, what would you guys kind of be trying to keep an eye on or you would encourage viewers to keep an eye on is whenever Nebraska is out there, whether it's the kickoff or the punt or with uh, place kicking. I mean, what what are you focused in on for special teams, Brian? I don't think they're going to show us a lot, but you sometimes we have seen in these games that kickers go out and hit one off, miss an extra point or hit one off the you know, upright. And that kind of gives you a, a bad feeling. So when the kickers do get their two or three chances, you'd love them to go hundred percent. And then I think of the Simpsons episode uh, where Mark McGuire comes out and says, you want to see me sock some dingers. And they're like, dingers, dingers. We'd like to see Bushini come out and uh, hit a, hit a like three fifty five yarders into the wind. Okay. So, one of my questions was going to be over <laughs> under 53 and a half for Brian Buscini on a punt in the spring game. I was just actually looking at the forecast. It looks like there's some significant wind on Friday. I'll be curious if anything carries over to Saturday. Because I, I think if you're a coach, you, you need to make sure that he's kicking with the wind at his back. You, you need that uh, that little boost. But I, I am actually eager to see him hit a couple punts because – I. <laughs> I'm just envisioning some sarcastic cheers if he just gets goes out there and just rips off like a 60-yard punt that, you know, backspins at the three and gets down. I like that you checked the weather to see if there'd be wind in the state of Nebraska <laughs> in the spring. Well, I so mean, innocent cheer of you. It's got the little, like, curly Q ramen noodle oh, things no. um, on Friday. I hate, so. I hate those. The older I get, the more I hate seeing that yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. Isn't that so, great? Yeah, I want to see Boom Boom hitting some punts. And Nebraska's place kicker situation, it's it's all kind of on hold until Timmy Bleak Road actually gets here, right? Like That's, that's true. That's sort of going to be the guy, even if there's other people out there kicking that have a good day on Saturday. That's my impression mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, that's a good – actually, it's good you mentioned that with the kicking. Although, I mean, Chase Contreras is a guy um, who they, they liked, even though he didn't get – Great result. He was two for four, I think, last year. But, you know, you'd like to see him knock it through. But that point well taken, you're, the kicker who's probably going to be the guy is not is not here yet for a month. All right. Are you guys ready for bold predictions? Did you make one for today, Saturday? 
I can. They're all, all right, bold, so. Mike. <laughs> well, there's no longer Austin Allen, so I'm very curious what direction. <laughs> That's Mike my Burns bold prediction. Somehow he gets in the game because they're so thin at tight end, <laughs> and he catches a touchdown. I thought you'd just switch to Nate Borkercher and just stick with the Aurora connection. Yeah, I thought about it. All right. Somebody want to lead this off? You got one, so, Bruns? With a bold prediction. Um, I think that Jock Yant will have two runs of, of more than 40 yards in, uh, in Saturday's game. Is that, is that bold? Is that not bold? He seems fairly bold. All right, that's that's my bold prediction. I think I think he's going to get loose. Going to get loose, Brunt says. Jock Yant. So he's going to have at least eighty yards on two runs. It's it's going to be like old school Nebraska. I think just just rushing yards everywhere. All right, BC, what do you got? Uh, let's go with a Trey Palmer one. I think the best story I've heard all spring was them doing a two-minute drill in one of the first practices Palmer comes into the huddle and says throw it over the top and we can end this thing and <laughs> and they did I love it I love it that's the type of story where if Nebraska wins eight or nine games and Trey Palmer is a big year you'll hear it over and over again so I'll say sort of the spring game equivalent to that and maybe on the coach's mind to Should we let him finish here, folks? He's so close to making that thought. Yeah, it was a good one, too. It's right there. It's on the tip of his tongue. All right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and transition from BC here. Just start over and, and just give us your bold prediction. I'll, I'll seam it together. All right. Uh, my bold prediction, Wyatt Lever will score the final touchdown for the third straight spring game. He did it in 2019. He caught a 55-yard touchdown pass from Matt Masker. He did it last year as time expired to win the game for the white team. He caught a touchdown pass from Heinrich Harburg. On Saturday, Wyatt Lever will catch the last touchdown in the game. I have no idea if it will win the game for the white team, but he will catch the touchdown pass from Matt Masker again. He only catches touchdown passes from Carney Catholic quarterbacks I have that on good authority. Wyatt Lever, touchdown, final score of the game. That's that's bold. That's really bold. I like it. I, I like that you did you you really did some spring game research there too. Yeah, well, you know, anytime I can uh I, I had a working theory that Nebraska's best players have largely not done anything in the spring game, save for Adrian Martinez. And so I went back from 2018, 2019, and 2021. And confirm that most of the time, if you're scoring a touchdown in the spring game, you are not scoring a touchdown in the regular season. So, uh, I don't know. Trey Palmer or Jockey Ant breaks that uh, trend. That could be good for Nebraska. But if if you just go look in recent memory, it is kind of ugly. I I didn't say that he would score. I just said he would have two no, yards. Okay. I'm just pointing that out. You're going to put that on Isaiah Harris? It's his time to shine. He, he did last year. He had a very nice scamper. He did. All uh, right. We don't have BC anymore. So do we still want to do a pick to click? Oh, let's 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 pick our click. Who, who you got? Okay. I 
there has been a fair amount of talk about the offense just being able to work the defense a little bit. And obviously we know they want to come out and run the football. I, I'm going to go with Anthony Grant. I think Anthony Grant gets a fair amount of work. I don't think he's going to overtake Ramir Johnson as Nebraska's top running back, but I think he's going to provide an alternative and somebody that can run hard between the tackles, maybe be a big play threat. Uh, so Anthony Grant is my pick to click as Brian Christofferson pops back up on our screen. Yeah, as I was saying, uh, Casey Thompson's going to hit Trey Palmer for a 50, <laughs> a 58-yard touchdown pass, uh, despite the winds that might have uh, blown up my uh, wireless there, um, if, if those are around. Do you want to pick the click, too? Do you think we can get one in? <laughs> Who did you guys say? I just went with uh, Anthony Grant. Bronze? Uh, I, I have yet to go. So. All right, you go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, there's been a lot of offensive talk so far. I, I'm going to throw – I think you're going to see a couple picks in this game. And I'm going to go with uh, Deshaun Singleton, newcomer, Juco transfer, playing a little center field back there at safety. He's going to pull in, pull in a pick. I, I think he's going to put himself more in that safety conversation. So – I will go with him as my my pick to click on the defensive side of the ball. All right. BC? Uh, I'll say Logan Smothers. I'll say he has a really good day and uh, sort of maybe elevates in the public uh, mind the idea that he could be the number two QB, which I think he definitely has a shot at. And he's not gone anywhere, and I think he'll show that. Every time we've seen him in settings like this, he's sort of been a gamer. So I kind of don't think that's going to go away right now. All right. I think that concludes it for the Husker 24-7 Hypecast. We've given you bold predictions. We've given you picks to click. We gave you hilarity as BC got stopped mid-sentence. What more could you want? Maybe an entertaining game on Saturday. We can't promise that. But hopefully we entertained you here. Be sure to check out Husker 24-7, though. For all the coverage following the spring game, we'll be catching up with the players catching up with Scott Frost, and there's going to be a lot of recruiting going on as well, and we shall have all of that coverage. Be sure to stop by Husker 24-7. We'll catch you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.